Hello, happy new year and welcome to Songs for When. The music podcast designed to help you find the perfect playlist for any occasion. Now, my new year's resolution is to somehow work out how to get M to leave me alone. It's M. (laughs) (laughs) My new year's resolution is to sit in a corner and cry about what George just said. It's George. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) apologies right off the bat if there are any weird audio moments we are back recording in different cities for the first time in a long time yeah i know fucking covid covid and omnicron whatever it's called i don't know i've had my booster done my bit but if there are any weird moments like just be grateful that we've done we're even here okay (laughs) (laughs) did you have a lovely christmas you know what i did but do you also know what what quick isn't it oh my god so i said to you the other day i got excited for christmas and then remembered that we've had it yeah christmas has been and gone mate can't believe it and i'm not a massive new year person if i'm honest so like i'll have a glass of wine a chinese a china wine that's what you love to do on new year's isn't it we are recording this on new year's eve yeah we were gonna get start drinking but it is three in the afternoon and if i start drinking now then i won't see midnight and I just told George I'm having like a light it's called a slow fizz Marks and Spencers there are other supermarkets available but None it's is just good. not it's just <laughs> not good let it slow fizz <laughs> let it slow let it slow let slow, it slow let it slow I like the part or we could do frozen with it oh my god let yes. it slow. Let it's it not good slow. no and neither was our no. singing now usually no roundabout right at the start of the episode we will talk about what we've been binging but i thought em how would you feel about just quick fire i've got some questions for you about your yeah. favorite things from the year 2021 okay let's do it as you haven't you guessed, say quick fire but do you mean quick fire cause... i mean i've written the questions to be quick fire if you choose to answer in a non-quick fire style that is on you okay Okay, so although we are called Songs for When, and so this week we are going to be talking about our favourite songs from the year 2021, um, what was your favourite album in the year 2021? Oh my gosh. Wow, quick fire's lost on you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Typhoons by Royal Blood. Okay, cool. Um, for me, it's either Voyage by ABBA or Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Two very different people with two very different ideas. Yeah, then um, mine's thrown in there to completely fuck it up. <laughs> okay, favourite TV show or TV moment of the year? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Come what on. What TV shows were there? So many that we've talked about throughout the year, but like any moments, any any brilliant moments, you think that's brilliant. She's just word brilliant so many times it's got no meaning anymore. Oh, it's not a new TV show, but probably Sex Education again. Well, we got Series 3 this year, didn't we? Yeah. Best moment in that is when they all dressed up as like vaginas and stuff. Oh my Lord, they did yeah, in, the, in the assembly. Uh, for me, yeah. it was either the return of... Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte with Sex in the City or a brilliant moment was also Kylie Sony Love winning All-Stars. Oh my god, yeah, that happened too. That happened this year. <laughs> or well, last year now, but <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh favourite film? June. June. Uh Promising June. Young Promising Young Woman for me. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Oh, you should. It's brilliant. I love to say it's got a great. It's brilliant. It's just all brilliant. It's brilliant. Mm. Word of the day. Any more? Brilliant. No, no, <laughs> just, I just picked one for that. It's not really fair. I've gone quick fire, but I had time to write answers. Uh, <laughs> 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 a favourite podcast that's not your own? Oh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They started a podcast. The Always Sunny Guys. Yeah? Um, yeah. Again, two for me, sorry, but our, our friends at Verse Chorus Verse. And also... Oh, yeah, two for me then, two for me. <laughs> <laughs> and also our friends at Right Back At You. Well, you love Right Back At You. I do. It's, all, it's basically a bit, it's a bit of me. It's a bit of me. Um, and then second to last one, uh, favourite episode of your own podcast? Oh, we've done that one, X Factor. 
Okay, cool. Um, and I think it's twenty twenty for me now that we've had time to reflect and actually has come out since we did it. Oh, you mean twenty ten? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that and one. now one um, again unfair that I have had time to put some thought into it. But who would be like times do their time person of the year? Who would be your songs for when person of the year? Oh, just as in like someone that I liked from twenty twenty one. Yeah, that did something, achieved something that you thought, yeah, good for you. Zendaya. Oh, I love that. Uh, I just love her. Yeah, I love her too. She's brilliant. Uh, for me, Britney Spears, she's the person of the year for me. Oh, yeah, I get that. I mean, she's the person of every year for me, but particularly. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I think, you know, this year was especially her year. <laughs> did you enjoy that? I mean, just shouting words at you and you shouting words. <laughs> I did. I did. I hadn't really thought about it. You did suggest that we do this, but I still hadn't <laughs> I just thought since we're doing our year in review, we should tell oh, the other thing. I, I could do one. I've got one for you. Go on then. What was your favourite thing that you did this year? Oh, what, me personally? Yeah, you, like oh. a, a memory. All alone in the moonlight. Uh, there are two things um from this year I think that really stand out to me one of them is obviously starting my own podcast which is something I've wanted to do for a really long time mm-hmm. starting the podcast was something and it's, it's not necessarily something I achieved but it was it felt like a moment um in the summer when I went to see Joseph and not necessarily seeing Joseph although Joseph is a pretty great show it was just being in the auditorium with a bunch of people who were clearly so excited to be there watching actors that were so excited to be doing it for you the atmosphere yeah. was electric like from the moment the curtain went up so just being back in the theater was was an exciting moment of 2021 for me I love that what about you <laughs> Mine was getting getting my Nellas, my Nelly, my cat. Oh my god, of course. Yeah, she's been with us since March now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how exciting. How, how's she doing? She's doing good actually. She's a little shit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> just like my dog. Not so yeah. yeah. All animals. Yeah, are. she's she's just brilliant. I love her. She's got such a unique personality. It's just great having an animal around, isn't it? Like yesterday I was having a bad day and I went and picked her up and just gave her a squeeze and just instantly makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah. So that was it for me. That's one of my highlights of 2021 for sure. Brilliant. As well as this podcast as well. Yeah, that's absolutely obvious to say. It's why I gave two. You've already said that, and also like I forgot that we did it. So as you know by now, each week we pick a playlist theme. Then we go away. We pick five songs each that we think best suit that playlist theme. Then we come together here and share our thoughts and feelings on each other's playlists. And this week's playlist theme is Songs for When. 2021 was another shit show, but some good songs came out. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as you went first at Christmas, can I kick us off for 2022? Give us a go. Okay, so it may be hard to believe that this song came out in 2021, but my first song is UK Hun by the United Kingdoms from RuPaul's Drag Race Series 2. I think, so obviously we're going to get onto the song in just a second, but I think Series 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race came along exactly when we as a nation of people needed it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, it was about, what, end of January, early February came out? Yes, yeah, so it was really early on in the year, wasn't it? Yeah, and we've had a whole other series of UK Drag Race since then. But this group of queens were very special. I think they all picked us up and did a great job of it. But this song was a moment it was everywhere as well wasn't it you couldn't escape it when i went to see steps in november h even like not he didn't sing it but like it's like a call and response moment with like the crowd he was like bing bang bing, bong, bang bong. and then had the ding, mic and to this day i could just be like i could just go to ollie dancing to a highland jig and we've before we know it, we've done the whole song <laughs> brilliant 
Bimini's verse is the best one, though. Bimini's verse is the yes, best. Bimini's verse is the best. So this is Lawrence Cheney, Ahura, Tace, and Bimini Bombulash forming the United Kingdoms. I'm so excited. In February, I'm going to the Series 2 tour. <gasps> They're going to do this, aren't they? I mean, oh my god, I'm so jealous. If they don't, I want a full refund. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, this song ended up definitely on my top easily. I'm not saying it's a great song. It's obviously a, a comedy parody style style sing song. But it just was such a moment. Also, I do know all the words. Yeah, except a horror's verse. I get a bit muddled on the lyrics of a horror's verse. Yeah, I don't actually know what she's saying. I think she's making up her own rhymes, which is iconic, but it's about me. Yeah, she's like, hang on, she's like, when I walk in through the door, instead of like... The door, yeah, yeah to remote, to, yeah, she make up your own rhymes. <laughs> like Shakespeare did it. Yeah, exactly. Why can't she? Yeah, she rhymes Mora with Dora and Flora. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't work but it does for her it's like a pokemon yeah i'll give her that um also this whole episode do you remember this episode it was like although we saw it as one continuous thing for the queens this is when they came back after a bit of a break yeah and then suddenly bimini was killing it taste was killing it like horror was killing it they were doing great yeah we left the series in one place and then some queens came back in a very different frame of mind to when they went away from their break yeah honestly thank god yeah and this episode also brought us the H&M moment. I don't want to see any fucking H&M. <laughs> I mean, out of the high street chains, it's one of the best. Affordable, a wide, a wide selection. Um, yeah, versatility. It's got for the mums and the huns. <laughs> it's got charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. So I don't know what RuPaul's going on. Okay, I don't have much more to say about UK Han. What you know, and you've said I think what your feelings on UK Han are? Yes, yeah, brilliant. It's like amazing. It just makes me want to clap for the Bing Bang Bong. Love it. <laughs> it's if I put it on when I'm doing the cleaning in the house or anything. If Ollie's, we both have a little moment to it. It's such a tune. And but also, it's not going to win any wa- awards, is it? It's not going to win. But does good any good awards? Things- do good things have to win awards? No. This did chart in the UK top 40 that you've got to give them. That. Well, it would, wouldn't it? Tom hates it. There's no accounting for taste. You can't buy taste? There's an expression somewhere. I'm not sure what it is. It- Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> My first song, first episode, 2022. Best songs of 2021 is Typhoons by Royal Blood. Did you like it? So, okay, I wasn't expecting to like it because in my mind they were like, I thought they were going to be heavy metal. Everyone does. I feel like everyone thinks that about Royal Blood. So I'd heard one song of theirs and it was a bit much for me. So I was like, yeah. all right, well, I just, and I'm, I really, really liked it. Really, really liked it. Really, really liked it. Tell me why you liked it. Why is it one of your favourite songs of the year? Album. Uh, I think it's one of the best albums of the year, which I have already said. The album is Typhoons, um, and this is the title track of the album and the first release of the album. So this is the one that I picked, basically. Sort I could have picked loads more. Like it's honouring the album. Represent your favourite album of the year. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Tom's obsessed with Royal Blood, which is how I got into them. He would play this song nonstop. I didn't realise that I liked Royal Blood until I heard this song. And then uh, we went to see them, actually, at the Brighton Centre. It was one, like, you know, you were talking about Joseph as being like mm-hmm. one of the first things where you went. I think this is one of the first times that we were back with people enjoying an experience. It was just brilliant. They were so good. And they're local, actually. They're from, like, the Brighton area, aren't they? And there's just a bassist and a drum, um, a drummer. That's all they are. You were about to say drumist, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought this song would could be sung by Miley Cyrus. You know, like when she's doing her rocker thing. It's dead rocker, but it's <laughs> also got a bit funkiness to it. I think. Yeah, which is why I think I liked it. It wasn't just yeah. very shouty. Whereas I think the other song I'd heard of theirs was very shouty. There's a lot of versatility, but also their songs are really singable. 
I could picture myself in a crowd. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to go to a Royal Blood gig, but if I was at a festival and they were on the lineup, I could find myself shouting along to this song, having a good time. Taboo. That bit. Yeah. That bit. Really it, good. It, it reminded me of, you know, when we were not, yeah, when we were growing up, there were those, you know, there was like Muse and those big stadium mm. rock bands who had songs like this. Yeah. It reminded and me when, of that. When we went to see them, there was a lot of neon lights. And the bassist, who's also the lead singer, was wearing, like, silver David Bowie, like, pointy boots. Love that. Why? Is so you know no, exactly it, what he's like. Does it does it feel weird without, like, a guitarist or any keyboard or anything like that? No, because the two guys are so brilliant. They're so fun. He, The lead singer has some great stage presence. Really good. And how clever is it that they can do this without a guitar? It's literally all bass and, like, drums. And I think the effect is so good. Well, that's literally two bass instruments, isn't it? Like two instruments. Yeah, that... but you wouldn't expect it to work, and it does. No, I really liked it. DL from First Course First shared this. That he was his favourite album, one of his favourite albums of the year on their Instagram. And we had a good old chat about it, and it made me realise I should probably host a podcast with DL instead of you. He's got Rachel, and she feels much more my flavour. <laughs> you should do a swap, shouldn't you? <laughs> So my next song, uh, I think let's keep it rocker. Yeah. <laughs> my, my next song is I Want to Be Your Slave by Manaskin. I want to be a slave. I want to be a master. I want to make your heartbeat run like roller coasters. I want to be a good boy. I want to be a gangster. Because you can be the beauty and I could be the monster. I want to make you quite I freaking love this, guys. I love this group. So going, we did our Eurovision episode, which I think all 12 people listened to. Um, and going into that, they weren't on my radar for Eurovision 2021. No. Oh, actually, I did watch that intro show. Oh, yeah. The, semi- the semi-finals, you know. And Italy automatically get in, don't they? Yeah, like us. They're part of the final right away. So, obviously, I didn't see that performance, but they showed a clip of it, and I was like, wait, wait, I think that's good. <laughs> really I good. Think good. And I'm really, you know, on the night, I concede they fully deserve to win. Um, But for me, as a Eurovision fan, I'm absolutely loving seeing a Eurovision act being taken seriously and doing really well at award shows all around, not just Europe, but America and other places around the world, charting in the UK and not just with their Eurovision song. Like every year, there'll be a few acts that might chart with their Eurovision song, but they've come back and continuously charted inside the top 40 with other songs, including I Want to Be Your Slave, which was not their Eurovision song. It was not. And I actually think that they are talented and they take their own music seriously. They have a unique style. We did talk about this, though, I think, where we talked about the Eurovision episode, like what makes a good Eurovision act and yes. what makes a good winner and a song that will last. And it is people that take take what they do seriously and have their own sound as well. I can guarantee you when we go to Italy for 2022 <laughs> via the television, not in real life, although I would love to go to <laughs> yeah, and the, Probably yeah, not a chance, is there? So say there are about 40-something countries that enter. Around 20 of them, if not more, will be sending something like this. But it doesn't work. That's not how no. it works. So next year's winner will be entirely different. Yeah, people like to see the individuality and the uniqueness, but also the general, like the skill. Yeah, Maniskin stood out on the night because they were one of the. There was wasn't many other bands on the night doing this. They have a very unique style, and I think they sound great. But I also think they're quite nice people. Oh my god, I love them as people on their social media, on interviews. They're so calm and chilled out and fun. So I am looking forward to seeing what Maniskin bring more in the future. I can't believe they are the winners of X Factor Italia to Eurovision. To now take yeah. it world, it's brilliant. I'm actually excited for the next for the next album. I think it's yeah. I I think it's brilliant. I'm glad the Eurovision song was the song it was. I'm glad they sang in Italian. I love it when countries sing in their own language. I think it's much better yeah. than when they all just sing in English. However, it doesn't take away from it being a good song. No, it, it and it proves it. Actually, did you know this year? I think someone said it this year. That was the first year in I don't know an incredibly long time. The top three were all not in English amazing there was it was switzerland france and um italy wasn't it so it's two songs in french and one song in italian love that i yeah big fan of that i think actually maybe it'll encourage a lot more countries to send songs in their own language 
Yeah, because English sucks. Yeah, it's just because they think it's going to make them more accessible, I reckon. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it makes a difference. No. Oh, I'm the best lover I want. I hope he never loses his accent. That was quite good. That was quite good. Thanks, babe. Yeah, I hope he never, <laughs> loses. I hope he never loses his accent, ever. That's yeah, like Paolo Nutini. He's Scottish, babe. Yeah, but he sings in a Scottish accent, do you think? Oh, yeah, I thought you, I thought, because I for a long time thought he was Italian. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's also got Italian heritage. I thought he was Italian, so I was like, baby, he's Scottish. <laughs> La down, slow down. That was so good. <laughs> Remember it, just you and me. No. <laughs> Right, should I carry on with the rocket? Say rocket. Okay, so it's Future Proof by Nothing But Thieves. Okay, so Nothing But Thieves were a revelation for me this year, actually. was very into um, an album of theirs that came out maybe a few years ago. Should I, fi- I should find out, shouldn't I? Yeah, do research. <laughs> the album came out in 2020. And I discovered it this year because Tom started playing it. And I was like, oh my God, I actually like this. And I got so into it. I even predicted, didn't I, that Nothing But Thieves were going to be my top artist of the year because of the amount that I listened to and that. And they were. So, yeah, right? I loved that album. And then they started releasing new music this year as well. So they did like an extended play of Moral Panic, like a deluxe version. Love us. We which... love an expanded cut. So it wasn't like an entirely new album. They just released like six or seven songs to go like as a deluxe version of their previous yeah. album. Um, future proof of one of those. Doing, a lot of acts were doing that this year because Jesse Ware and Kylie Minogue both did it. They did, didn't they? Yeah, so it's like a bit different from Nothing But Thieves, but my point stands. So they had Moral Panic, and then they had five songs on Moral Panic too, but they pushed them together um, and created like the um, the complete edition, basically. Um, and I've just been obsessed with both the original album and the, the extended play. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. Can we just talk about how good this guy's voice is? Yeah, we can talk about it. You haven't listened, okay? So you need to listen to more songs, but okay. he can do everything. Can he, though? Like, yeah, like high, 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 big notes, really low. He can do it all. Really impressive. What you've just described like, is singing. <laughs> no, but like... But do... <laughs> well, no, because you have Hilary Duff, George, and she's a singer as well. Okay, whatever. We're being <laughs> We're um, this one wasn't for me. I thought it was going to be the other way around. I didn't know anything about anything about nothing but thieves. Uh, mm. I just knew you liked them. You'd said their name to me, so I didn't really know much about them. But knowing your taste in music, I was thinking. I thought I was going to be pressing play on a nice folky '70s style dad song, and what I got gave me permanent hearing damage. It's very loud. <laughs> it, I just wanted them to turn it all down a little bit. It wasn't. I feel no. It wasn't for me this one. See, I feel like there's been some like anger. I think everyone's had a bit of it, right? And frustration, like the last year or so, with everything that's been going on. And I think that's why that I've connected so much with Nothing But Thieves this year. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, it, I was expecting Royal Blood and Nothing But Thieves to be the opposite way round. Well, Nothing But Thieves are more rocky and Royal Blood have more of that, like, electronic, mm, like, techno yeah. side behind their music, definitely. It grew on me. I When I listened to it on the speaker... I liked it a lot more than when I listened to it with headphones in. So then it I, went directly into your ears. <laughs> it, I always feel really rude when I'm like, I don't like it. But it, it just wasn't a bit of me. That's totally fine, George, because, again, let's bring up that you picked Hilary Duff once. So. On an episode about songs that make us uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but I, 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 to be honest, I don't think I was expecting this to be your favourite, but... Nothing but thieves were a big part of my year musically, so they had to come on here. 
Well, like, okay, it'd be like me missing out Olivia Rodrigo, which I have done, but only because we've talked about her a fair bit. Yeah, you have included her already, haven't you? Quite a lot. Haven't you included two songs? Nah, just the one, but I got her in on like favourite albums of the year. I actually probably couldn't pick you a single song of hers that I liked individually because I just will put her whole album on. Because George is a 13 year old girl at heart. Deep down, 13 year old girl that loves pop. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get fucking tickets to her tour though, could I? I bet they were really expensive as well. No, they weren't, and they were thirty-five pounds. That's well good, actually. I know. She knows more. She's doing like the Everton Apollo in London, like small vet, smaller venues. Oh, I remember you saying actually. Yeah, that's that. Uh, so my next song is "Kiss Me More," which is Doja Cat featuring. Is it Caesar? Caesar? <laughs> Julius. <laughs> it's "Kiss Me More." this i think was my favorite song of the year okay so I really appreciated this song being on here because for me it like highlights that genre of music that has come into the forefront this year that I would classify as TikTok music. So I discovered this song through TikTok. Yeah, 100%. It's like TikTok, Instagram, Reels, trending music. Good song that highlights that genre. Oh yeah, I'm glad you said good song. (laughs) I I actually like it. Oh, it's brilliant. I really like it. I like the two voices. I like. I really like Doja Cat. So I've only, I only know two Doja Cat songs. But I feel like I should get more into her because I like both the songs I've heard. So surely that hit rate is pretty... That's pretty strong. That's the same. Like, I think I discovered Carly Uccis this year. Carluccio's, babe. Nice Italian, Miss Trump. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, she had a song that was viral on TikTok called Telepatia. Okay, so this actually perfectly illustrates how you could both be using TikTok and ending up on a completely different side of the app. Because yeah. I've never heard that in my life. But I guarantee oh for thousands of people, it was with Kiss Me More, there's a particular part of the song that I really like. And I got to, so there's a, a TikTok, it became a TikTok trend. I'll play you the bit of the song um, and then I'll tell you what you do. So on the oh, bit, I know, that, yeah. So, and on the ding, you have to do like, I've about, about to call it the gay limp wrist. You know when like, you do the ding? Yeah. And it was such a fun moment. One of my first like post-COVID night out, this song came on and pretty much the entire club just went, did the, like when it got to that bit, we're like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm with the right people here. I, yeah, I really like this song. It was my favourite song of the year. I don't have a massive amount to say about it other than that. But there was the, yeah, it, it discovered through TikTok and became a regular part of like a running song for me and you know just a, the song of the year if spotify algorithm hadn't messed me around yeah because spotify do what they want yeah so my top song of the year on spotify was actually about you now by the sugar babes and i'll tell you you haven't no no, no. I, so i do like about you now by the sugar babes however that happened entirely because so you know when you finish listening to an album or a playlist it starts playing you songs based on what you've just listened to yeah for a really long time spotify would just always play about you now by the sugar babes yeah it like decides it for you yeah so that's how almost after pretty much after everything i listened to it was like it was so easy that night (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not sure how long counts as a play or counts towards the algorithm but then i reckon it got to a point because you know you just have sometimes have music on in the background don't you so you don't always skip it or notice it okay what's on yeah yeah sometimes but oh, i like it. i'm not going to turn off about you now because i like about you now yeah but kid i think if it wasn't for about you now the top song would have been olivia rodrigo but then followed by this song by doja cat i do really like doja cat i'm going to listen to more of her stuff this yeah, year that's my new, not my new year's resolution but I think <laughs> I'm <gonna> listen <laughs> my new year's resolution is to listen to doja cat <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen to more Doja Cat because I've got a pretty solid hit rate of two songs I know and I like both the songs. Listen to Carly Uchis as well. I think you'll like her. All right, That's for a, everyone. Send me a link. Not now. Well, I will. I will. Give me your third song, babe. My third song this week is Take My Breath by The Weeknd. <laughs> is it The Weeknd? Or is he just The Weeknd? I like... I think he's The Weeknd, but I just like to call him The Weeknd. Weeknd... <laughs> 
Wiggins. Baby says, take my breath. Um, so I actually enjoyed getting to listen to a little bit more of him because I always just thought of him as a one-hit wonder with that um, "Can't Touch My Face" song. I love that. I can't feel my face when I'm oh, yeah. with you. Can't feel my face, not touch my face. <laughs> you cannot touch my face, and that's the end of it. <laughs> Without consent. Uh, why was this one of your top songs of the year? Oh, I just, oh, I just really liked it. Like, I think well, the weekend does come out with a lot of stuff, and sometimes I think, "What are you doing? This is so boring." But I really like this one. I think it was super like eighties and like techno-y. Um, voice sounded really good on it, and you know that bit when he's like, "Weekend last forever, babe," and he says "babe" really quickly. Yeah, that reminds me of the way Ollie says "babe, babe, right, babe, right, babe." So yeah. I actually thought. <laughs> <laughs> I actually right, thought... <laughs> so I thought this would actually be the sort of music Michael Jackson would be releasing if he was a contemporary artist and you know alive. Ooh. I um that's probably a massive compliment to someone like the weekend, isn't it? Yeah, I should think so. I imagine he if he was like himself... alive and not like um amidst the thousands of abuse scandals. Yeah. If he was yeah. still releasing music to this day, I feel like this is where his music would have gone. It, it has... does have some of that about it, doesn't it? Because he's got like that high. Yeah, he's got the peaks and tops of his voice. The beat was yeah. there. Like you said, it had that seven, that eighties vibe, but it also mm. was modern at the same time. Yeah, and I think that... that's why I really liked it. And that's why I, I think because obviously, oh, Michael Jackson obviously was massive in like as a solo artist in like the eighties, wasn't he? Yeah. So, um, I think that's why I was like, oh, you know, it's got the 80s feel to it, but with also, but it's still contemporary. Yeah. So that was why I went there with that. So this, I don't think this was on his um, album that he's recently released. I actually had to hunt to find this. Like, it's just a single, which is annoying. <laughs> Not even on a, like a deluxe repackage. No, because I wanted to, like, maybe it's not a new album that's coming out. I don't really know. A lead single, if you please. Because I really liked it. He did also release that song with Ariana Grande this year, didn't he? Save he did, which I do know. But I think she sounds incredible on that song. She sounds really good on it, but I think he sounds... I think that song's a bit repetitive and boring. <laughs> and that's my opinion on that. Whereas I think this... <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention your words. This song is really good. I like his music. Yeah, no, I enjoyed getting to listen to him more because he's not someone I would generally put on. If I'm honest with you. That's the thing. Yeah. My thing. So I do like it when you bring someone who I've been meaning to listen to more, give a bit more time to. And yeah, I like get an insight into his, his yeah. other work. And I get forced mm. into doing it. But then it's, it's a good thing. Like I've listened to a Royal Blood song today and I've now listened to a um, a weekend song. A weekend. A weekend. A weekend, babe. Did you like this one? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'd give it a seven out of ten. Oh, not bad from you. <laughs> For someone I don't... Yeah, it's just not my thing, really. But I didn't hate the song. And I think it was a good release this year. Thank you, The Wickens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so my second to last song is Heartbreak Anthem, which is Galantis featuring David Guetta and Little Mix. This ain't a heartbreak anthem I don't care what happened But I ain't got no time to dwell on it reasons uh firstly isn't it great to see david getter doing stuff again yeah we love david we've talked about him a lot to be fair also this is little mix triumphant as a three-piece i think was that was it their first thing that they did as a uh, three? Yeah, they did they had did, they did a single earlier in the year called confetti which was you know the music video which had taste and bimini and a horror in it oh i did love that one yeah they had that earlier in the year but then this was their first original song because that song was actually on the album with jesse and they re-recorded it as a three-piece whereas this is their first song that never featured jesse there's no version of this song that publicly exists 
with Jesse on. Also, it's three minutes long. Where is this as our Eurovision entry? Easy peasy, isn't it? I don't think they do it. No, they're about to go on a little break, aren't they? So another reason I included this, so it's a little mix, Triumphant as a three-piece. This was in my top five songs of the year. Uh, I mean, I've included it on this episode, so obviously it was in my top five of the year, but officially, statistically, according to Spotify, it was in my top five most listened to songs of the year. Um, yeah. But I just think, although Little Mix's year started a bit wobbly, with losing a member, and obviously everything that comes when a group, boy band or girl band, loses a member... Um, I think they've come out on fire, triumphant this year. I, I like them better. <laughs> yeah, I, um, you're not the first person to say that, and you won't be the last person to say that, even on this podcast, because I like them better as a three-piece. Hearing Le- Leanne and Jade more, I like them as a team. They feel really close and really, f- like, I feel like they're best friends. that's the vibe i get from them what did you think of heartbreak anthem when i remember you actually sending this to me and being like oh my god you're gonna like this and i did i did like it and they played it a lot but hearing it the summer it was a summer a summer tune but hearing it again reminded me like of how fun it is and also it's a real earworm it probably gets in your head doesn't it uh-huh yeah i knew every single word by the end of the first <laughs> listen i mean i am gutted we've not had a live performance of it though because i reckon they would kill it hoping yeah it's probably quite hard to get them all together well they two of them have just had babies and jade is doing the promo on her own yeah <laughs> I mean, like, being a mother takes up a lot of time. Yeah, like, you've got to let the girls have a break. And then they're doing their tour next year, and then they're going to take a little break. But they've been together and releasing music consistently for 10 years. A lot of girl bands don't have that. I don't think that's bad at all. And also, I think it's good that they've been honest about it, rather than being like, oh, I need to do it for my mental health. Whoa, don't name names. (laughs) (laughs) I do believe they will come back together one day, and they'll enjoy it even more because of it, because they've taken that break. I mean, they seem like they're they're the honest ones, so... Honest ones of another person whose name we're not naming. Yeah, she wasn't in the band ever. No. But I think they've had a... Considering they could have had a really shit year, I think they've actually had a very good year, these girls. Completely agree with you. They released their greatest hits this year. They Leanne had her debut movie come out. They Leanne yeah. and Perry had their, had their babies. They've had consistent top ten singles all year. And yeah. their, greatest, their greatest hits album, which is album of all songs that everyone already owns, still entered the charts in the top five. And also, Jade is now in a relationship with that guy from Rizzle Kicks, which I think is wonderful. Oh my lord, yeah! And the way she talks about him, you can hear she... I just think you can hear that she's smitten. They seem so well-suited, because I think they're both a bit mad. So, yeah, we're meant to talk about Heartbreak Anthem, but this generally was my praise of Little Mix for the year 2021. Good job, ladies. Yeah, killing it. Go on then, babe, what is your fourth song? Uh, My fourth song is FaceTime With My Mum Tonight by (laughs) Bo Burnham. Pour me a drink and clear my schedule I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight These 40 minutes are essential I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight I call, she answers, and her hair is wet <laughs> I mean, lyrically, firstly, can I just say I have literally just missed a FaceTime call from my mum um, <laughs> Sorry, Lyrically, this is exactly how FaceTime calls with your mum go. Yeah, it's so perfect, isn't it? Like, spot on. So, she said, what does he say about... My mum will tell me all about the Series 6 finale of... Finale of The Blacklist. So, my mum would be the same, but with Grey's Anatomy. Which she'd yeah. catch, catch me up on that. Um, she'd be like, my dad would walk into frame and be like, hi, and I'd be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is from this song is from Inside, which was both an album and like a movie, basically, that was released in amidst like early 2021 lockdown and was created in 2020 lockdown. And I just think it's fucking genius, man. So it's been on my watch list for a really long time. And now this is pushing me even further to finally get around to watching it. So we've spoken about this before. Like writing parody music is easy, but writing good parody music is really hard. So writing parody funny songs that also stand up as solid song is very difficult. And I think he does it brilliantly. 
I also felt, and I think we again have touched on this before, this song wouldn't have felt out of place in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I felt like I want him and Rachel yeah. Bloom, I want him and Rachel Bloom to work together. I they definitely him- have the skills to write actual music that you want to listen to as music, but also appreciate like humour in it. So is this the best song in, in? Is this the best song from Inside? In my opinion, okay. So a lot of people, and again, I think this was a TikTok trend. Really, is like it the a white woman, a white woman's white Instagram. woman's Instagram. Yeah, white woman's Instagram. And there's a song about turning thirty, which is obviously just fantastic for us this year because we turned thirty in twenty twenty two. We do. Um, we do. And there was um, a song about Jeffrey Bezos. Oh, yeah, come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. You can do it, yeah. Yeah. Um, But this is my favourite song because it's so accurate. And I also, I think we spoke spoke about this in the Christmas episode with Boys to Men. Why is it weirdly sexy? (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't, there was a few moments where I thought, you are, is he still talking about his mum here? Yeah, because it's like a bit horny. It's a bit like, um... R&B isn't it do you know what I mean like yeah but I also took away from it that that time with his mum is very important <laughs> that is <laughs> so funny that's the vibe that I got from him there the whole album and the movie is honestly just like a work of genius I've seen people say that this is one of like their favorite movies of the year which is just a Netflix special really that he recorded in one room completely on his own oh wow yeah, he... that's making me want to watch it even more yeah he did all the lighting all the production, all the filming, everything completely himself. Um, and it's really relatable. There's a lot of, not horrible, but there's like a lot of like songs in there about like depression and loneliness as well as all these like funny ones. So I think it was, Inside was a really important part of my year and this is my favourite song from that whole project. So Aww. here um, it is, FaceTime yeah. with my mum tonight. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And it was snappy. It wasn't overly long. Some comedy songs are far too long. Yeah, so not only can you relate to it, not only is it a good song, it doesn't feel like it's overdone, I don't think. I think it's a good one. Left me wanting more. So definitely watch Inside. It's it, The amount that you'll relate to it, I think, is... Maybe it'll be my New Year's Day treat. I'll watch it tomorrow, so when we meet again to record, I'll have already... I've seen it. Yeah, and then you can tell me that you loved it. Well, awkward if I didn't, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my final song um, is a late entry actually only came out in december my final song is coconuts by kim petras so a bit of background this is um kim's lead single from her new album which is coming out in 2022 um she actually performed this at the emas the european music awards um really that's like a tease yeah and everyone was like that's brilliant absolutely loved it it feels like it should be coming out in the summer if i'm a little bit honest with you but i'll let her off and she was like yeah that's coming out in, in that single's out next year and basically she got bullied to release it early because <laughs> everyone was loving it so much. I mean, we love bullying. Yeah, and it works. I just think it's brilliant. <laughs> it works. It got, it got us what I wanted. I got coconuts on Spotify now. We love bullying. Yeah, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just, talk, let's just touch on the lyrics of coconut first. Um, it's 100% just about her boobs, isn't it? It's an entire song about her breasts. I think it's a very subtle homage to her breasts <laughs> there's nothing subtle about this george <laughs> my favorite lyric is strawberry mango lime don't compare them to these my coconut you know but like she's just lists smaller fruits <laughs> they're not as big as coconuts yeah <laughs> <laughs> or which is which is like everybody loves the twins oh <laughs> my favorite lyrics was um she says, my coconuts, you could put them in your mouth. <laughs> Watch them bounce up and down. Right now. And she's like, she gives them different names. Um, I also think it is a brilliant song of a trans woman celebrating her body that she clearly loves. I think it's great. I love it. Absolutely love it. And I'm so excited for her finally to release an album after just giving us EPs and singles for so long. I love it. I think... 
her music's really fun. And, I don't know, you just can't take it too seriously. I don't think you can with, like, anything that she's released. No, and that's um, the joy, that she's just making brilliantly joyful pop music. And it's really funny. I love Again, Malibu, Heart to Break. She's written yeah. so many good songs. And like you said, an album's going to be fun. Definitely album for the summer, right? We need an album. Hope, yeah, what I'm hoping is maybe another single in, say, February... And then at, bring the album out and say April, so we've fully had it embedded. So by the time we're in our gardens, we've all got coconuts blasting at full volume. Yeah. Everybody love the twins. Everybody love the twins. The Who word- wouldn't want a song about boobs? <laughs> <laughs> so you know she's that obviously she really wants us. Uh, the main message of the song is her boobs are big. That's what she wants. Yeah. To, that's what she wants. Her to boobs say. are big. She loves them. <laughs> and you shouldn't compare them to smaller fruits. Yeah, that's um, rude. <laughs> so when she's like, you can put them in your mouth. Like, is she getting someone to, like a snake when they dislocate their jaw? <laughs> she's just popping them off. <laughs> right now, right now. So I think the main message we have to take from this is if you're a singer you like, teases you with a song and you really like it, bully them on the internet. <laughs> Until until they released it. I love it. I uh, thought it was funny. Because this was like a last minute addition to your list as well, wasn't it? You can ask Ollie the obsession I've had with this song since it came out officially. Well, I, my obsession yeah. with it any- I had an obsession with it anyway. And then when it officially got released, my obsession got even bigger. Um, and he now hates this song because of how much I've played I it. I can imagine that. I can imagine he does. My Right now, right now. What is your final <laughs> song? My final song is Something to Say by Michaela J. work out what song i wasn't going to include to include this yeah i thought i thought like one of us is going to do this so i'm just going to put it on there because i freaking love this song this year oh just wonderful i said it to my mum and i remember her saying that it was like sunshine in a song and i thought that was so nice I, what a nice thing to say. I'm so excited. She said that she'd be releasing more music and an album in 2022. So I'm so excited to hear what if this is like the benchmark now. Oh my God. Again, what? summer. Yeah, I want it to come in the summer. That's what I want. This is brilliant. You sent this to me and I was like, oh, right. <laughs> As a queer ally, queer ally I'm going to be supportive of this because I love her and like it's so great and I'm going to listen to it. And then I listened to it and I was like, fuck, this is sick. This is so good. Really I love good. it. It also does one of a thing I love, one of my favourite tropes from a song, when you think it's over and then she carries on. You know, like that she bit. Going. That bit where it feels like it's about to end and then it just like has an outro, like a proper yeah. old school outro um i'm so excited to hear what else she does so i actually this song came to me so again you know spotify carries on playing you related on what you've been listening to here's more songs yeah it played it for me because i've been listening to bimini bamboulash's song god save the queen which is not a cover yeah. of the sex pistols it's her um, own yeah and then it played this and i was like so i got i really i was like oh this is good i've been enjoying it I got out of my pocket and i was like it's mj rodriguez wow brilliant because we all know she can sing because because she sings she occasionally in pose, doesn't she? Yeah. But I didn't but I know love, she was going to be doing this. And I love the music that she's choosing to make. I think it's amazing. She could have just as easily rushed out an album of covers or standards or something like that, couldn't she? Um, no, but she's an artist. She is an artist. And I really like this is the way she's chosen to go. Like, I think after Pose finished, she probably could have got any acting part that she wanted because she's brilliant in Pose. And I yeah, love that she's she amazing. Goes to go down the singing path. This is obviously something that she wants to try or wants to experience and experiment with, and I think it's a good choice because the music that she's making is fun as hell. It's uplifting. It's soulful. I think it's smart. It's just, it's and just so her happy. Her voice is so stunning. It sounds so good, and it? it's so unique, isn't it? Yeah, love definitely, it. definitely. Oh, I love it. 
So listen to something to say by Michaela J. Uh, oh, also, how good does that sound? Listen to listen to something to say by Michaela J. By Michaela J. Sounds so good. So that's why she's chosen um, to go by Michaela J. and not MJ Rodriguez. Maybe I love that she's chosen to go by Michaela J. I think that sounds so great. It's like that. Her it's acting is MJ Rodriguez, and her singing is Michaela J. Like Donald Glover. Yeah, like Donald Glover. Yeah. <laughs> If you like. <laughs> he, he's Donald Glover when he acts. He's Childish Gambino when he raps. And he's dad to someone. Is he, is he a fun father? I was trying to think of something else to say there and just cut that out. I think maybe. I don't know. Are you thinking <laughs> of the diff- Are you thinking of Danny Glover? <laughs> <laughs> are they related? I don't think so. I think other pe- people can have the same surname. Yeah, I know. I just assume because you know you get like acting dynasties and stuff. No, I don't think so. The Glovers. Anyway, there we go. That's brilliant. That's that's how we say by Michaela J. So that is our first episode of 2022. Done. It's wrapped. We've wrapped it. I've laughed. Do you have a laugh? I we I always have a laugh. To be fair, yeah. Even when we did the sad songs episode, songs that make us cry, I had a laugh. <laughs> I'm so excited for this to come out. When obviously, if you're listening to it, it is out. Uh, babe, before we wrap up, what song are you putting on the mega playlist? Coconuts. Are you? Yeah, I loved it. Hi, <gasps> coconuts. You can put them in your mouth. Right there, right so now. good. Um, and in a move that surprises no one, I'm putting on something to say by Michaela J. It just fits the playlist. And they are two absolute summer jams to lift our mood in these long January days. Yeah, also, do you know what they'd be great for? I know it's too late now, but it might it's not too late for us recording. New Year's Eve party playlist. Slap them on. I mean, I imagine gays all across the world will be playing coconuts tonight. Yeah, exactly. And they should be also playing something to say, but she'll get there. She'll get there. She People will. Yeah, I mean, Kim Petras wasn't an overnight success, and she still isn't as big as she deserves to be. But anyway, here we go. Good, we good go. choices, good songs. Yeah. Just about time for us to tell you where you can find us. So you can go on Twitter or Instagram um, and look us up at Songs for When Pod. Um, you can find all of our playlists on Spotify if you set Songs for When. They're there from season one, season two, and then we have our mega playlist there as well, where we compile all the best songs from each week's episode. <gasps> so now it is just time for us to wrap up. So in either the immortal words of Robert Burns or Dougie McLean, we don't really know whoever sang this. But we'll take a cup of kindness yet for days of old Lang Syne. <sighs> oh, and in the words of Mariah Carey, does anybody even really know the words? <laughs> <laughs> so-